0: Studies in Sweden have found that male employees who work for toxic bosses are 60% more likely to suffer a heart attack, stroke, or other life-threatening cardiac conditions. It gives new life to the seasonal song, Last Christmas I gave you my heart, and the very next day you cut my pay. Merry Christmas! My name is Stephen Norton, and you are very welcome to the Good Boss, Bad Boss podcast episode 3. A sincere thank you for joining us again as we explore the good, the bad, and the ugly behaviour of bosses. This podcast seeks to entertain, educate, and hopefully change some behaviour to make working life better for all. A grand ambition indeed. My guest this month is Kevin Empey, an expert in leadership and organisational agility, and founder of Work Matters. As you'll hear, he began his career a lot like most of the population, lost and seeking true meaning he did find his feet thankfully and after 25 years working in people strategy he ended up as a partner and director of willis towers watson where he helped define the future of work practice in ireland when i met kevin during my master's studies i loved his enthusiasm for people and his drive to help others during the recession when others were focusing on themselves he saw that the HR community could help those people that were struggling to secure work. So he started WorkLink, a network that helped coach and mentor unemployed job seekers into full-time employment. The initiative saw him partner with JobCare in Dublin to provide crucial services and I am proud to be a JobCare volunteer myself thanks to Kevin's introduction a number of years ago. In summary, he's a good lad. You'll hear his outlook on life throughout this podcast and I think there is a lot we could learn from Kevin. So let's get on with it. The Good Boss, Bad Boss podcast, episode three. Kevin, you're very welcome to the Good Boss, Bad Boss podcast. Thanks, Steve. Great to, great to be yeah. here finally after the... Uh, it's been a couple of months since I asked you to do this and you didn't think it would happen. <laughs> I kept, you didn't kept think running it would away. Be, I kept yeah. hiding from you. So. Yeah.
1: No, and congratulations on this and everything else you're doing. Great stuff. Thanks very yeah. much. So...
0: Um, First of all, I know you I know you well at this stage. We've we've shared uh nights out in the uh Mayo wilds <laughs> as we look for <laughs> we look for treasure and we've uh, climbed walls and all these things physically. But a lot of people don't know you and I want them to get to know you first. So if you could give us that uh that brief history of um how did you get here? And we are in the IMI which is somewhere that you actually do work now. Um so how did myth, you yeah. get here in the IMI? Yeah, well, I
1: Gosh, it's a it's a bit of a story, a bit a bit of a wanderer, um, you know, career-wise. Um, but yes, I I now as as of as of now, I'm managing director of uh, Work Matters. It's my own kind of training and consulting firm, and about twenty five percent of my time, or so, I work here with the folks in the IMI. I'm, program director for the senior executive program and I work as a faculty on a few other you know strategic HR courses and other leadership programs etc so so about 25 percent of my time up up here Uh, a little bit more now since I'm talking to you
0: yeah Yeah. sorry about that keeping you late it's quite all right and uh you know where did you start your career where yeah where, i, I what was the, what was the beginning a for bit you? of a,
1: a bit of a wanderer, a bit of a career tourist, i guess you might say I had a science degree actually and and worked for the first few years of my career in technology and i t and and uh I don't know if I was the best a at science that. degree, like a science chemistry? Degree? Like Yeah, actually geology, would you mean, would you Geology. Believe? Yeah, you're a the, of physics, you're chemistry, geology, all those kind of hard stuff. You're yeah. the Ross of uh. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know, and I kind of knew pretty uh, pretty early on, hmm, maybe this isn't quite for me, but I stuck it out as you did in those days and got my science degree, and I took a graduate program pretty much with Accenture, as it is now, Anderson, okay, and, and, yeah. and went in the whole IT route. Yeah. Um, you know, very few of my class would have stayed in the country that time, these would have been this would have been late eighties. So um, from rocks to computers, fairly exactly, quickly. Exactly, exactly. You know, Interesting. Uh, yeah, I know, and uh, and you know, went through that wasn't quite for me, perhaps the sort of the corporate scene as well. And I remember being re- just really attracted by. Um, a job that was going with Sfatco was in the whole area of industry development and regional development, economic development. And I suppose this was post nineteen eighties, you know, where the country was still sort of getting back on its feet. Yeah. Um, and this would have been at this stage, early nineties, when I got that role. And I was very attracted by that whole area of industry development for Sfadco, which is essentially the current version would be Enterprise Ireland. Really, it was that yeah. kind of a that kind of a role. And um, you know so so that was that was down the south of the country, and really doing everything for th- with organizations from get business plans, marketing plans, getting them started It was all about employment it was all about trying to sort of find what the kind of maybe the 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 sectors of the future would be for those kind of for that for that area to try to get jobs into the into the county, et cetera so there was all that type really, really interesting work um did you
0: have any big successes back then that you went? yeah, we put our money on on this type of company and sure enough they grew and it was amazing and
1: yeah, now for their sure. Kids are working there, for sure. And do you know what it was? It was even some of the startups that were even more. So, so the IDA, of course, was responsible for uh, the foreign direct investment. People. This was the indigenous companies. And what you found was, too, in the southwest, some amazing entrepreneurial spirit. And that was yeah. the, that was probably gave you the most pleasure was getting behind some of these entrepreneurs and uh, startup yeah. co- companies. And they might only start off with four or five jobs, and then next thing they're looking at 20, 30 jobs, and they've gone from you know tens of thousands of investment up to millions, you know, in terms right, of and then yeah. bringing them on trade shows and bringing them, uh, you know, overseas to, to export. And that's, you know, that's the ultimate. When you go from sort of startup to indigenous and then you see them kind of flying around the world selling the products. And, you know, that's, that's, that was really, really, really a great charge out of that work and really, really cool. enjoyed it. Uh, but then, you know, moving back towards Dublin to settle down, and get married, right. um, I took a job. I sort of decided to take a bit of my own medicine. And there was this uh, role... To help with the start up of a training company management training company okay. up here in dublin and uh so it didn't have a clue about training or manage but but my role was really to set it up you know to get it going as a concern in terms of the operations finance marketing yeah um i'd have I'd have bought in the the training requirements that was th- that were needed for the different yeah. uh, programs etc., um, so it's just my own sort of business, sort of startup type thing in a in a, in a family kind of uh, situation, really. And I I was just asked to to bring it to get it set up, but I guess that's exposed that that would have exposed me to the whole area of. Team development, leadership development, management development, you right. know, people development, generally, and I got sort of bitten by the bug at that point. And, and said, what age were you at that stage? I suppose late twenties. It, it was kind of late twenties. Really? That's yeah. early enough. Yeah. For, so, for, so, yeah. yeah. You've so, you've done a, a lot in that time. career: geologist, computer programmer, yeah. you know, industry uh, development executive, and then no, finally uh, running this business. And then said, no, actually, to your point though, it was uh, I was looking for some kind of area to really settle on and to get my teeth stuck into so i I really was bitten by that kind of leadership management development bug and said you know because i could see the impact myself of these folks on on everybody in the organization too and the kind of difference between you know good leadership and not so good leadership etc and also the struggle that those folks have too in trying to be better leaders and managers etc and the dynamics of teams i thought was very interesting very sort of human systems um and uh so I really said, right, that's a really interesting area. It's probably the bit of the scientist in me as well, I suppose, was interested in the kind of the, okay. the whole mechanics of what's going on in organizations and you know, what, what's what it's yeah. all about. And that's when I decided, yeah, I'll 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 focus in that area. So I um, I left that job. I went went really well, but I moved on and joined the Hay Group, which was a you know, really mm. reputable consultancy in yeah. this area and got involved in their leadership management development programmes and some of their wider HR consulting work as well Very good. And I did that for about five years and then probably the longest stretch I've had anywhere then was about 13 years with um, what's now Willis Towers Watson as their practice leader for the HR and talent consulting yeah. business here in Ireland and I, I did that up to basically about 18 months ago when I decided to go and do my own thing to yeah. back to square one again and what is your own thing so uh
0: give us give us the uh the the two minute brief on on what your thing is yeah
1: yeah work matters um i i guess what i was really picking up through all that experience um you know particularly the last five six years was the sort of the changing the changing nature of work was something that was interesting in, interested mm-hmm. me you know and i uh the so-called future of work as well and and yeah what's going on there, you know, and I was just kind of curious about, well, is is this any different? Are are we looking at a sort of a different phase of of work and organizational life, you know, than we have in the last 10, 20 years? Um, So, so interesting. Just on
0: that, what are the phases, you know what I mean? So you you would have researched this, but what have the phases been? I mean, people might not realize they've been through a phase.
1: Yeah, they talk about, I suppose, this being the fourth industrial revolution, if you like, you had the industrial revolution, and then you had the machine age and the computer age, and now we're in sort of the digital, the digital right. age. And, and w- really, whatever phrases people use, like this, for instance, this whole thing called future of work, there is no such thing as a future of work. It's a yeah. kind of a, a label of convenience for, I suppose, the fast-moving kind of pace that we're looking at now and the significant change that particularly technology enabled change that we're seeing um and the the disruption i guess of of work and the way things have done the the speed at which businesses are changing morphing uh you know change like look at amazon and how it's changing its business model you know and netflix and these organizations look at what's going on in the banking sector here in ireland you know Mm. and and, you know and i and i guess too has struck Quite a lot too, not just about corporately what's going on, but also I suppose society-wise too. You know the way, um, you know we had, as I said, I worked in that jobs area in the employment area. You know, post nineteen yeah. eighties. I thought, well, we won't see that again, hopefully. And next, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there we were, fifteen percent unemployment in the nineties. Two thousand you know, and eight <laughs> kicks in <laughs> yeah, exactly, and you're you're kind of struck with well, where what is this? Where's where this all? This? Where's the next phase of this going? You know, and yeah. uh, what's 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 the world of work going to look like? So, so I've been very interested in that topic, both from a kind of policy point of view, but also a day-to-day management leadership point of view. And I just felt yeah. it was time, you know, look, um, I wanted to focus my, as much of my time in that area as, 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 as I could. So I, I struck out and, and set up my own firm to, to work in that. I guess the, the context for a lot of the work and the consulting and training that we do is yeah. this sort of changing nature of, of yes. work you know so so that's, that's a lot really of the
0: time it is just helping people through change yeah exactly uh, and we w- you yeah. know whatever that change is, is yeah. we hear a lot about change fatigue but there is nothing but change it seems yeah. so you know I think uh,
1: that's one of the themes is that you know we certainly in Ireland we seem to have kind of it's a generalisation but you know change has been this episodic thing we go through one phase and they sort of almost yeah. settle down and always when you think about it from a union point of view we do a deal and then that's yes, it for yeah. three four years you know and then we do another you know it's sort of an yeah. episodic whereas definitely one of the things that i have a lot of empathy for in organizations is the way they're facing constant change you know so yes, yeah. helping folks get get used to that i suppose and mm. and still in a sustainable way though steve isn't it because yeah um you know one of the things i would note about this changing world of work while there's a wonderful upside to it in terms of technology and you know anything's yeah. possible you can sell your product anywhere in the world you know the yeah it's a global market know, absolutely yeah. and and global market for talent as well and mm. so many upsides look what's what what's going on in terms of medical you know advancement etc it's yeah. all fantastic but there is this other darker side to it too i guess in terms of insecurity you know stress right. people are always on always on yeah. kind of world and um uh, you know, there's there's definitely kind of stress is on the increase. We just seen reports, you know, on that in the last uh, few weeks, and mm. you kind of go, hang on a second. Work should be something. It's something we do every day. We if we're not doing yeah. it, we're talking about it. Um, how do we make? the world of work are more sustainable um, and yeah. even enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> Pursuit. And, and, you know? and
0: look, that's, that's why we're here on the Good Boss, Bad mm-hmm. Boss podcast is to kind of hopefully educate people in, in a nice entertaining way. I, I agree with you. The stress is rising and the stress is rising not just because of work but getting to work as well. I mean, even in commuting is, is yeah. killing people these days. You know yeah. what I mean? They're, they're, they're driving their cars and they're, or they're getting on buses and, and, you know, that is causing them a stress. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yesterday I was, I was given some training to a group of people and a consideration was that I had to let them go early so they could pick up the yeah. kids yeah. from the yeah. crash that was going to yeah. find them if they didn't, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. and that's I stressful. That myself. I remember that so myself. So yeah. if you're coming, you know, if you're supposed to be in the right learning zone, yeah. is it good that you're thinking I need to be out of here in 10 minutes? Yeah. You know, yeah. so you're not in the room if you're already gone picking up the kids and look, that's the reality The people, so it's not just the stress of work. But definitely one of the biggest stresses is the relationships that we have with our bosses, Yeah, which is what we want to talk about and focus on, of course.
1: Yeah, and I think expectations. So, you know, the idea is now in the modern world of work that the expectation is you should have a great work with lovely health and well-being and yeah, everybody yeah. should have We've great careers and, and, uh, <laughs> and then you should have this wonderful, healthy work-life balance as well. So, yeah. you know, you kind of go, there's a, there's a difference between the kind of, I don't know, the the image if you like and the reality of it yes, you know yeah. and uh, so i guess that was my my thing was to sort of just put myself in that space and say right you know people and leadership solutions you know for the for the changing world of work that's and 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 mm. you just meet an organization or a leader or people from wherever they are in that space yeah. so it could be that an organization is going through a digital transformation, but it also could be a very traditional organization just going through a culture change, trying to deal yeah. with some of the, the, the stuff that you're talking about and saying, well, how do we actually shift the ways of working, if you like, and the processes and the management styles yeah. and, and habits and behaviors uh, to try and get a bit more of yeah. a steady ship on, on how we work and how we relate to each other at work. And how
0: you know so uh, you and I have both shir- shared the experience mm. of uh, going from you were thirteen years yeah so thirteen yeah. years in Willistown yeah. yeah yeah and and uh, the transition from that comforting institution mm. to mm. Uh, the the big bad world out on your own where you've to knit your own jumper son I
1: know I know what <laughs> I remember in the how crisis did you feel I'm about that I remember in the crisis my brother-in-law saying to me don't don't underestimate the gift of the monthly paycheck you know and I kind of I. <laughs> You know, I didn't really get what he meant. You know, I thought things were going okay, but I get what he means now. <laughs> uh you know, so there is there is definitely a trade off there, isn't there, between your sort of yeah. corporate corporate life and then the the, the world that we're we're in. But no, wouldn't wouldn't go back for a second. What
0: think do to, what do you yeah. miss most about it? Just uh, in relation to making that leap, because there might be some people listening to this, the type of person I think yeah. might listen to this, or the type of people who might go, yeah, I might try it myself. There's
1: definitely grass is greener. There's you know, there's definitely mm-hmm. you need you do need to think it through. This time of year, of course, it's probably Christmas party times, so and I remember yeah. be you'd be given out because you'd have about three or four different Christmas parties. Well, it'd yeah. be nice to have one or two now, you know. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the, there is that sense of camaraderie. There's definitely you know. No matter how tough the year has been, no matter how yeah. you know tough and crappy the work has been or whatever, and it, you know yeah. the stress and strains of things, there is no doubt there is those. T- of course, there is those times. You wouldn't stay in a place for too long if it, there wasn't. Yeah. I mean, thirteen, fifteen years it was actually. By the time I finished, you wouldn't you wouldn't have st- stuck at that unless you had some really great colleagues and yeah. great times and. And also, of course, in a multinational environment, you know getting those opportunities to work with yeah. folks outside the countries, so, so there is that sense that's all set up for you, isn't it? It's a bit like you know the difference between in school and out of school or whatever you know, it's, yes, it's, yeah. things are set up for you in that way, you're almost expected to be there, and all the rest of it um, so so there is that, and of course, as you, you'd say too, there was always a boss there in the background too, as well yes. but I think you trade you, you trade that for a different type of boss then don't you i mean you know you become mm. your own but that that has that has good sides and 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 downsides too too yeah. too too so so i think in any job in any any pursuit people take there's good days and bad days and you know yeah. crappy bits and good bits and and i guess the, the difference when you're working for yourself is the crappy bits they're at least they're your crappy bits and they're not due to somebody else you're, you're <laughs> your chosen crappy bits. You're exactly exactly good stuff so let's get st- stuck into
0: it firstly have you been the boss much yourself over your career you know of, of people yeah, as opposed to of yourself
1: that was one of the things I knew I needed to do you know particularly you know if you're dealing in management and leadership development you had to walk yeah. the talk yourself and I was very aware of that and I moved when I moved um gosh it's 2002 from hey I moved over to take on the yeah Irish practice for Watson Wise as it was then and I knew that was the big thing there's about 15 15 people you know in the team there and plus you'd probably double that when you Bringing in folks from overseas to do projects and all that, yes, so I yeah. knew it was going to be a very different, uh, different environment. So that was definitely a learning by experience yeah. uh, time and a very good one.
0: Yeah. yeah, and and did you did you find it challenging or did you feel no? Nah, this is this is I love doing this.
1: No, no, I I think anybody who says it isn't challenging is you know maybe there is those folks who, who just absolutely nail it, but I I certainly was very aware going in to Situation: All eyes are on you, yeah. Uh, everybody's watching your behavior, waiting for you probably to screw up. Yes, um, there's <laughs> in particular, you Which know, that I did on many <laughs> occasions, <laughs> and that team. And you haven't built up any relationships at that point, you know, yes, so everything's yeah. kind of new. Um, you're building a little bit of a reputation, you do need to, you know, draw a line, and you're trying to make a bit of a mark. But the question okay. is timing: do you go? dive into that? Do you let things happen? You know, the old famous hundred days, you know, what do you, how yes, do you, yeah. that's all down to you, you know, suddenly it's up to you, you're not being directed anymore in terms okay. of your sequence of your work, you know, and the prioritization of your work, you've kind of make the call as to where you, you know, you prioritize and invest. And, um, Definitely, probably an, an expectation as well that you've got some of the answers you're coming in. You know, yeah. and particularly that time that team, there was been I mean, s- there would have been some issues in the demar- in the market in, in terms of what you know, where we were at, etc. Yeah. So there was some tough calls to be made. a Bit of a lonely spot, I guess. You know, really, it, yeah. it can be. But I think that was the early days, though, Stephen. I I think. For me, the big thing is is relationships. Once then you started to build that, and only time can give you that. But yeah, once you started building a bit of a relationship, a bit of a network, a support network around you, uh, and particularly some you know good trustful relationships, you 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 could open up a little bit more, and you could get involved other people in some of those yes, decisions yeah. and those calls, and uh, it became a pleasure. Then uh, it became a pleasure looking after some you know s- some of these folks who who just really wanted, and the, and the most probably satisfying thing I got over my years was the number of people who kind of came and went from that team but went on to better things so you know they're they're, they're really successful now and it was just nice to be part of that their stories, if you like, in terms yeah.
0: Have of a have a bit part in their journey. Yeah, their, you know, their and story. I mean,
1: they'd may, maybe they'd have, they they would have done it themselves anyway. They would have, oh, yeah. maybe even been more successful. But it was just when you look at all those cases, you kind of go, yeah, yeah, that that was that was nice to be able to influence some of those stories, yeah. you know, and some of those successes.
0: And so then, from from your own uh, point of view, if we get on to the to the meat of this whole mm. podcast, which is the good boss and bad boss, and I always like to serve dessert last. So we'll start with the the medicine first. Who, um, uh, or you know, can you give us that situation uh, where you experienced the bad boss? And uh, uh, you know, don't don't spare the details. <laughs> just just <laughs> launch into that name, there. rank, serial uh, numbers. Yeah, yeah. Oh give no. us the whole way. Don't give us the name because uh, <laughs> uh, we'll stay out of the courts if we can. Um, but give it. Give us a situation where you know. You mean you really you, you were able to identify this is bad boss behavior.
1: Yeah, yeah that's a good a really good question I, I had to think because i think overall i've actually been very very lucky and right um really over my time and and actually by the time i came across somebody who was you know leading or managing me in a way that i didn't feel great about i would probably had the benefit of having you know three or four good cases before then so therefore it the became comparison. quite clear yeah this isn't yeah. really something I, I, i'm taken to and and uh it was nothing serious compared to what some folks have to deal with i mean you know mm. in the workplace today but um my own to answer your question I, I suppose it would have manifested itself around a lack of of trust and kind of respect you know so i'd have been in a situation where the the boss was kind of going around me to sort of check up on my stuff like right, check so so he, so right. i was running a piece of a business which was really precious to them, you know, really important yeah. to them, so they were, you know, dependent on me. I was coming in the newbie, coming into yeah. their their, you know, to run what the, what they had kind of started at least in terms of a concept. Um, but then found myself at every turn, you know, being sort of checked and counter-checked and and second-guessed. And then I didn't mind that myself in terms of justifying it when it was a direct. But when you were aware that your colleagues. You know, they were talking to your colleagues about where you were at and who you were talking to, right. and how those meetings went. You realised, you know what? This is somebody who's really fishing for data. Yeah, and and not that there's a lack of trust. There's a lack of trust there in terms of uh, the relationship. And then your behaviour then starts to go a bit. How, how, what, what, well, what, how know, did it go wonky? Well, in the sense that, you know, you start managing that. So we're all human. We, we, we react and we adapt, don't we? And so we say, okay, well, if that's the game here, I'm going to have to either, you know, step away or, or engage in a way. So, so you end up, I end up having, I remember having conversations with some of my colleagues knowing that that would be the data that goes back to the, to the boss. So all oh, right, You were <laughs> a, a double agent in your own career. <laughs> but, you know, you just think of the energy and the time. You know that that, yeah. thing, that that you feel you have to be in that position because you're kind of knowing this this I'm going to be second guessed here. So you know if I drop that little piece of info, that'll probably end up being picked up and that'll that'll get me another week. <laughs> really? of peace. but it was yeah, that's it, fascinating. And, and and look, it wasn't, but that it was wasn't a, that
0: was, was it was a a conscious. Y- you know, obviously, you were doing that consciously, but did you mm. at the time did you recognize? That what you were doing
1: was why am I behaving like do you this? know what sometimes you don't do you sometimes you're in the you're just you're just getting on and doing it because your priority yeah. is your case is is the client that you're working with is the project yeah. that you're on and that's the ultimate that's that's really what keeps you going that's why you're you know you're 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 mm. doing what you do, but then you realize that you know when you actually reflect on it i'm doing a lot of management yeah. of of politics around around that you know yeah, and yeah. Uh, and and actually from a motivational perspective you're being sort of your you're, you're, you're you're walking through quicksand a little bit, you know. From yeah. the, from that perspective, it'd be nice that if you felt that somebody had your back. So there was a couple and they of times
0: were t- they were talking. You know, they were asking other people directly, or was it? Yeah, were they, were just they how do you
1: think that project's going? or How do you think that program's going? Or do right. you do you think that's going as fast as it should? You know, just little things that would kind of that were that were basically things that were surfacing their own securities about how yeah. the whole thing was going, but they weren't coming to you directly and saying, right. this, I, can, I really want to check in with you about how this is going. It was like, no, they're finding it out through other ways. And of course then... Those other colleagues would begin to think, gosh, is there something going on with, you know, Kevin over there? You know, gosh, he's in trouble. You know, you kind of go, all right. So then your whole sort of standing and your sense of security and identity in the team starts to kind of get chipped away at too. Did
0: did you have anybody in the team you could Oh, that's the point. That's
1: that's how I knew about it because they'd say, hey, Kevin, (laughs) guess what he asked about last night, you know? Right. So so that's how I found out was, was because the relationships were so good in the team. Yeah. That we were, we were, and sometimes it happened that I was getting tapped for information on them, you know. So we, this right. was a running thing, and and so it was just an example, I think, of of a boss who just wasn't willing to let to to really let go or to to empower and to to trust the instinct yeah. of people. Now, that was at a stage in. Yeah, you know, my career was well able to, you know, to do that. So it was a, there wasn't a competency issue. It was, yes, it was yeah. down to, a, to, to a, trust, a trust issue. But did
0: you have, I'm just curious, did you have meetings about these projects and with the boss? Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. you know, was, this were you giving different <laughs> information than you were giving <laughs> through the side channels know, in I, the car park? Yeah, <laughs> no,
1: I don't think it really came up. It, it was, these were more little, do you know, these were more little, yeah. little bits of evidence that sort of gave you gave you as an insight into i guess the the lack of of trust if you like and uh, that was in the place and you kind of felt "Mm, you know this isn't this isn't really how it should be and i shouldn't have to be working around i
0: find that interesting it's amazing you know sometimes we think of uh, situations where there's a bad boss situation or a bad relationship with a boss that it can be big things and it's it's big fights and you know we think of major stressors but Mm -hmm. actually small questions put in the wrong way can be you know, and I'm not saying it was taken up in the wrong way, especially if you have evidence that it was happening other people. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that people do need to be well, careful they're if they're leaders, that the, you know what I mean, that things aren't misconstrued. You know what I mean? Yeah. That the question asking, oh, how, how do you think that project is going, actually needs to be done a bit more transparently or at least sensitively.
1: Yeah, or, or at least somebody, you know, you know, you know they, they've got your back. Yeah. You know, so, so, gosh, I've really screwed up here. Uh, this is behind time. I'm feeling very comfortable, you know, not very comfortable, but I'm okay with t- talking to the boss because I know they're yeah. not going to share that information with other people. They're not going to use it against me. They'll say, well, what do you need? What do you need from me to get this back on track? It didn't feel like that. It felt like, yeah, yeah oh, you okay. know, listen, we're behind here. You know, I'm concerned. So it was more, um, I think it created a an image on my part or a a kind of an identity of that manager in my part that this wasn't somebody i could then trust the other way so therefore i was you know was i being fully truthful all the time was i behaving in silly ways i probably was um but again it was more out of sort of survival in the sense of like the ultimate game was to produce or deliver for the yes for the the client the customer etc so that was always the. The, the yeah. priority, but these were just things that were that were little bits and did did sand in the wheels, if you like, that were just kind of like. Uh, so it, it, it,
0: you're saying it probably did impact your behaviour. Do you think it impacted the outcome of the work?
1: Um, I don't. Sometimes it might have actually limited the the impact because you ended up a little bit on the defensive you ended up saying well okay whatever happens I better not screw up here because obviously this is a big deal yeah so did you take that kind of risk did you go that extra mile did you spend that extra little bit of money you know to invest in the experience that you were trying to create for the, right. yeah. for the customer maybe maybe no so you know you didn't feel you so felt a little bit restrained you actually felt a little bit more risk averse perhaps because you knew you had this agenda uh, to sort of work within as well so how much of this was worth it your safe. while yeah playing to go off off piste was it really gonna real? Yeah, yeah. was it was it something that was going to damage you in the end is it worth the trouble is it worth the risk right. you end up that's the funny thing isn't it when holding back yeah the 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 opposite you know the opposite effect is created that you end up uh, yeah. un- underperforming rather than performing um higher because yeah. of that micromanagement i guess uh in a way yeah yeah um but it was micromanagement in a in a you know. So, way, like in in a, in a way that was, was a little bit behind the back sort of thing, and that's yeah. that's what probably you know, and it
0: broke the trust. And I think so. And what I way know. did it end up? Curious now,
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, very well. I, I I sort of gave that particular experience and that particular like you know two two years, and I said, right, this is going to be really good. And so I think one of the things we've got to do in those situations is make a deal with yourself to say, okay, can I can I deal with this? Number one, great, yeah, uh, great, fantastic. Can I influence or control the situation? If I can, that's fine. If I can't, then, well, how do I deal with it? Do I walk out is one option. Yes, yeah. Um, But another option is, well, look, could I make sure that, I go through this, but on my terms. So, in other words, I get something out of this. So if I can create that, say, that project or finish that year and it's a successful year, so that I'm getting, I'm walking away with something credible on my CV or in my own, from my own experience, for my own kind of self-worth. So you end up doing a bit of a deal with yourself that despite whatever the environment is, that you're getting enough out of it yourself to to justify sticking around for a bit more. Now that was my way of 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 dealing with it and I certainly would have, you know, put in another year or so just to just to make sure that I was um getting as much out of that experience yeah. and job that I could. Um um but as a as a as a manager I was very happy to <laughs> to, <Yeah. laughs> to move on, you know. And what do you think got you through it? Um was it was it
0: something inside yourself or or did you, you know, did you uh, I don't want to lead you and say it was external support, but, do, you know, what do you think was the thing that got you through that, yeah. given that it might have been your first experience of that kind of kind level? Of thing, of yeah,
1: it was very much, I think, what I was just saying there about, okay, well, what's stopping me, you know, why don't I just walk away? You know, I think you, you build up enough self-confidence, hopefully, you know, folks yeah. in their career. And some people don't have that choice sometimes because... You know, yeah. economically or whatever, they're stuck in it in and in a, that's really tough stuff in terms of mm. if you're in that sort of cycle and you can't get out of it. I was really lucky in the sense that I felt I could walk away at any point. Yeah. So that was the safety net ultimately to know that you could do that. That immediately yeah. sort of, w- you know, dials down the, the anxiety a little bit in that situation.
0: And if it had a happy, see, yeah, I suppose the thing there that some people might be younger and it, this is not yeah. an ageist thing, but mm. they don't have the experience that you could walk away, you know, yeah. like yeah. you were obviously a bit down the road in your career and you, yeah. you, you'd made a few you know fairly big decisions at that yeah. stage you know going from rocks to computers to people yeah uh, essentially you know what i mean you'd, thank you'd you for summing it. that up i've never had yeah. it
1: summed up so succinctly well in my you life. covered a lot of the things <laughs> <laughs> but i no, you so you're right so one option can, can i walk away from this number but number two for me which was the one i said yes i could walk away but actually I, i'm choosing not to walk away and the reason why that is is because it I, been empowering i can see something for me out of this i could see that yeah. if i can stick this out deal with the you know the bullshit just get on yeah, with the yeah. you know be honest to myself that was one of the things that sort of checked my own behavior and said hang on a second one thing i'm not going to do is yeah, become it's is become somebody that i that i'm that i'm not right so so i'm making a deal with myself that i'm going to leave i'm going to start a process of of leaving i'm yeah. already mentally probably you know checked out, checked out. <laughs> yeah. but now i'm going to go through a process number one of delivery uh, in here, so that I have the pleasure and the kind of st- you know the sort of satisfaction of doing yeah. a good job and 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 uh, doing whatever the the projects and uh, the programs are, so I get that. Um, but but also I just I, I have got time as well to work things out. So it's going to take a few months to kind of maybe yes. carve out the next opportunity or think through, take some time out, etc. And that's where your external support comes in, you know, yeah. as well. Uh, very lucky in that regard. I've always had you know fantastic partner and family to always fall back on, and you know, yeah. and, and to and that has given me options around to do where I go next and what I do next. Mm. So, so I think part of that when you're in that situation, number one, do I walk away? Is this unhealthy? Actually, I might need to walk away from this. Maybe yeah. I can't. But if I can't walk away, well, what can I do to make this tolerable yeah. for my own kind of call it self interest, you know? And mm. But also too, with your team, because sometimes your loyalty in those situations isn't necessarily always to your boss, is it? Your loyalty no. is actually yeah. to your to your colleagues, and and I think that keeps people in 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 yeah. in, in places where they may they may ordinarily want to go but because of the boss but but actually the whatever else is going on in that company in terms of the the Mm. the arrangements and the benefits the location the team uh, they're they're the things that keep people maybe in those situations
0: i think what's interesting there is that what you said is you checked your own behavior you know and i think if you've no other power it's checking your own behavior yeah to make sure that you're being honest with yourself i think that was a you know that, and that's, that's where colleagues can help too out.
1: isn't it you know you kind of say hey you know yeah. they, they can check you up and say listen that's not you you know what yeah. are you what are you doing cup on to yourself you know and uh, don't let that person you know get yeah. on top of you like that you know i see your stress levels going up every time he walks by you know don't 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 let it yeah. get to you so i found that colleagues actually are really helpful it's not always you that yes yeah that, that checks yourself it's often uh colleagues you need the echo you need the echo from the colleagues Uh, I I, I
0: mean it goes back though you still need that trust with the colleagues then you know what I mean so you're still going to need to give trust at some stage you know it just might not be with the boss
1: yeah yeah yeah. 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 no no very often if you were to map the relationships you know that you've got in an organisation you know okay the bosses I I know it's a critical one in the subject of what we're talking about but if you take time to think about the importance of other other relationships as well you know I think they're, they're the ones that can get you through some of those tougher times
0: Absolutely. Well, I think that's why Gallup asked that question, mm-hmm. you know, do you have a best friend in work? Mm-hmm. It's because it is an indicator of mm-hmm. what's going on mm-hmm. um, for you in work. Right. So we'll move swiftly on to then more pleasant experiences of bosses. So uh, I'm sure you've, you've already said you were lucky enough to have uh, good bosses before you had that bad boss experience. So you've probably plenty to choose from, yeah?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, again, thinking about what you said, it what are those qualities? And in fact, I do that myself, you know, talking to folks too about their own leadership because one of the things I think around leadership and particularly with this complex, you know, changing world of work we're talking about, gosh, yeah. is, is the is the job of the leader an impossible one and is it changing really fast and is there new yeah. new tricks and new uh, trends that I must learn the new ways and, you know, Is, in term- is there? <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's the <laughs> is point. Is it impossible? I, but th- that's one of the things I, I would... I feel is that so much of work and interaction is still human. You know, there is so much enduring qualities of just being, human at work and being a good boss at work that despite and these are probably traits that were always there and and probably always will be as uh, as long as there are humans working together there's maybe a little bit different context now this idea about dealing with change for instance could be something that a leader has got to help their team just get used to that idea don't get too comfortable with that process because it's going to change yeah so there's probably a few um different uh uh, you know nuances around leading in today's world rather than in say 20 years ago yeah but i i would wonder is it, you know really are some of the kind of attributes of 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 leading people still you know very constant and enduring um and certainly when i think through my own experiences i i, I it's definitely the same themes you know yeah uh, that that have kind of come up as to the Habits and behaviors, if you like and, uh, right. that 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 bosses and leaders have shown that that have been quite quite constant you know they've been the same things that have reson- that have resonated with me What are um, those habits ideas? and behaviors? Give us a few examples there one of the things i'm i'm conscious of is is um it's it's quite situational, isn't it? I remember that first job when I moved, as you said, from rocks to computers. Yeah. So not exactly a not exactly a seamless kind of fl- yeah. you know a smooth transition, NP, shall we say? Yes. <laughs> Put the hammer down. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to work Did with you this try computer. And switch it on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know the 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 the, the first boss I've had in that environment was somebody you know only probably two or three years ahead of me anyway. You know, in terms of age and experience, etc. Yeah. But. You know, I was pretty vulnerable, like all, like all of us, you know, trainees or whatever, going in at that stage, and you kind of feel pretty vulnerable, and and. Uh, mm. uh, you know, ten thumbs and everything else. You don't know quite what you're doing, and you're looking yep. around you. So the influence of that direct boss at that time is really important. They can choose to go either way. They can either take a very controlling kind of yeah. fault finding kind of type of approach. Yeah, oh, don't do it this way. Do it this way. You can cup on. I showed you that before. What you know? What's wrong with you? Mm. You know, and almost thinking about their own agenda as well, and the fact that God, you're slowing their. If yes, you're if yeah. you're being slow at something, well, you're slowing their agenda down, and 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 you're feeling that kind of pressure, you know. But I didn't feel like that. This was somebody who definitely kind of had your interests in mind, or right. took on board yeah. where you were at, and through good humour and just being a human being, just by an equal, you know, one to one, adult to adult type idea, um, just you felt safe in acknowledging mm. the fact that actually. I, I know you told me that to do this yesterday, but what's the story with that again, or whatever? You know, yeah. there was a there was a safety around uh, the instruction. There was a kind of a, a compassion, if you want to call it like that. You know, yeah. like here's some trainee in a corporate environment, da da da. Where we're all in this together. We're a team here, you know, and we're we're yeah. you know what happens in the team stays in the team. So that type of kind of sense of of yeah. of, of of having your back on on, on things and it was uh, safe. Safe and, safe and you know which uh, your other experience
0: wasn't safe. I think it was an example
1: yeah yeah mm-hmm. that that is kind of the other side of that coin perhaps and and as a result, you you responded to that and you said, "Gosh, you know, you 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 didn't expose me, you know, when I made that mistake, or you didn't yeah, uh, right. use that against me in any way." Um, mm-hmm. we just had a you just, we just had a performance review, for instance, and you didn't bring up you know the three or four or five little things that I'd done over the you know you could have if you wanted right, to, right? Yeah, okay. You, you, you focused on where I was at more holistically, and and that things okay, were really, so there going really well. Yeah, exactly, and. Uh, that's interesting because a lot of performance reviews nowadays,
0: you know, they can be a bit like yeah, you did 99% of things right, yeah. but there was that one thing, so that's why we're yeah. marking you down on our little oh, grade. It's really
1: it's it's such a big area isn't it in terms of Yeah. I I've always said that in my own sense too that you know the only performance you can influence is future performance.
0: Okay. So you know what I, mean? yeah. I just
1: think it's a bit of a guideline around this that look you can talk about the past and nitpick about what was done 6 months ago 3 months ago but look wh- where are you getting with that you know if yeah. you haven't dealt with that in the time if there wasn't learning for that mistake or error or whatever it was at the time if you didn't pick that up then it's that was the time to the do time it is gone. that was the time yeah. it's gone. and yeah. then to bring that up later you know is just adding to the defensiveness that is already there as part of yeah. these reviews. Um, it's the most
0: damning, uh, you, you know, know. It, like the 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 old half yearly performance review. It, you know, it is dead, isn't it? Like,
1: I, I think you're seeing a transition to this from traditional sort of performance. I used to call it search, find, and punish type of experience. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> to a more but that that's it. You know, yeah, <laughs> uh, We found we,
0: everything's fine, but we found this one yeah, thing, and that's what know? we're going to talk about for the next you forty know? minutes.
1: Yeah, to a more. <laughs> Hopefully, more towards a forward-looking, conversation-based. Yeah, and that's, that's really th- good. That one. was the experience I had. Search,
0: find, and punish.
1: There you go. <laughs> that, there you go. <laughs> you have been reviewed. There's yeah. your review. Now, so when Stephen. is that book coming out? <laughs> <Kevin? Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and of course, part of that problem too then is performance has got caught up in the whole reward mechanism. Well, we we can only give a certain amount of twos and threes and fives, and yes, you know we've yeah. got this curve, and we've only got this budget to you know, and it's not yeah. about your performance really. It's about where you are relative to a team. Yeah. And I mean okay you get the the you get the logic of some of those systems but but they're only logical because of the constraints we have put in, yes, in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've chosen. It's a logic we've chosen. Yeah. We've chosen. Yeah, and, yeah. and as a result, it doesn't become, it becomes anything but logical sometimes. Yeah. And, and It certainly really doesn't make sense when you say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it really but then doesn't. when the emotion comes in then, and I think that that annual review is, is always hilarious. I think I think there's about 10 different things going on in the room. You know, your yeah. past performance, your future, your career, your pay, your rating, your recognition. Yes, we're, yeah. we're putting far too much human stuff into one you know exchange yeah
0: I'd, I'd always encourage companies to actually divide up the one-to-ones into three different types of one-to-ones oh, yeah. ones at least and yeah. you know that way that you're not dealing with everything in yeah. one hour <laughs> yeah you know what i mean yeah. because it can be overwhelming for the person who's given the review yeah. as well like yeah. i mean we want you to do this all in one hour and by the way make sure that yeah they go out feeling happy because yeah. <laughs> we want our engagement scores to be good too
1: no and i really it seems impossible n- yeah that. contrast that p- approach performance you know and as i said that guy you know would have had your back and yeah. wouldn't have you know would have would have sort of you, you, you'd been in your corner you know when it came to that yeah. sort of thing and would have taken a kind of more holistic view as to where you were and there was another guy as well who who would have played that sort of approach and in fact it's something a bit different where he said to me quite early on in the role he said can look can, you can you know these budgets and targets are all very clear and you know, yeah. that's fine it's kind of up to you because i'm not going to micromanage it's up to you whether you really want to you know go and if you want to meet those targets or exceed those targets that's up to you but one thing that is really important to me is the reputation that we've built up yeah. as a, as a you know as, as as a firm and as a uh, uh how we stand with with clients and we've sp- worked really hard to build up that trust with that with 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 that client base and they expect certain things from us and we've 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 built that up. Mm. And that to me is more important. If you damage that, that's that's where we're gonna have an issue. What you do on targets and numbers and everything else, that's kind of up to you. And mm. I just thought that was a very interesting insight that actually, you know, here was somebody who wasn't saying, oh the numbers are everything because obviously if I produced the numbers, they they would have benefited from yes, that. Yeah. But here was somebody taking the longer game to say actually it's it's your data it's your behaviour and your your kind of contribution to the reputation of what we're trying to do with the market and the mm. customer and the client, etc. That's more important and it's very important to me personally, to to him as in this case. Yeah. So he was kind of being very open and honest about what was important yeah to him. It wasn't just about the job. Do you know what I mean? There was something a bit yes. uh, yeah. deeper going on where he was he was displaying his, his, his values. He was values. kind he of was showing showing you his values, and he's been quite vulnerable. And he's kind of going, "Listen, you know, you could yeah. screw this up on me here, you know." And I'm trust. So he 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 could have easily gone the traditional route to say, "Look, just deliver the numbers, and we'll all be happy and go home," you know. Yeah. But no, he was trying to say, "No, actually, there's something more important here, and it's important to me." And he he kind of had me at that. He had me because yeah. I said, "Here's somebody I can follow. This is somebody now I, who's whose values I res- I actually really respect that." point Mm. about building something up you've built something you've created something you've 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 built something in the the market that you're proud of and you want to hold on to that and enhance that yeah and that was the more important thing than you know delivering kind of budgets and numbers and everything else and of course the trick was whether he knew it or not was that i was gonna really (laughs) knock out the lights on that and the numbers were going to come anyway more so yeah because I was following the, you know something a bit a bit bigger, and I was also so much loyal i mean he i don't know how you quantify it, but I know I put in twenty five thirty percent extra you know just right, for that yeah. for discretionary that. effort. and it wasn't it. and yeah. it wasn't the role of the organization it was the it was the person I was really you know right. i was I was really wanted to kind of do well by 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 them and what they were trying to do um so you know it was just very interesting the difference you contrast that extra discretionary effort that I was kind of really willing to put in to somebody whose, you know, values I respected and who obviously, and gave me, basically when he said, look, do what you like, he was actually saying your work is your business almost like I'm there, obviously, but he was, he was basically saying you do your thing. Uh, But he was trying to create a bit of a higher purpose to what we were all about. um, And then letting me get on with it. And the discretionary effort that I put in there versus Mm. the negative energy Mm. And, you know, negative effort I was putting in to our other friend yes, just by yeah. trying to manage the politics of it. It was probably minus 25% productivity there because yeah. I was spending so much time yeah, yeah. So doing you, silly things.
0: You were still given an extra 30%. It was just that it was on the uh, protecting yourself.
1: Yeah, but it was to the no no benefit to a client or a customer no. or productivity. Yeah, it, was actually, yeah. it was actually negative productivity yes, yeah. as opposed to positive. Negative so productivity. There you go. There's yeah. a coined term <laughs> not very popular these days yeah <laughs> no.
0: but it, yeah you never think of it in relation to that it's well actually it was dragging it, back
1: it was dragging yeah. productivity back to where it could have been you know and yeah I mean, as i remember i was saying it was i was being risk averse you know and i was spending yeah. time and energy you know working around yeah. the situation than on it you know and yeah uh, whereas this other fellow, i was you know doing yeah, doing yeah all kinds of things for him.
0: Mm. and w- would you say i mean the one I probably say there is that would would you say that's dependent on your relationship with that boss that he was saying look what's really important to me is reputation take care of the figures i trust you to do that but the reputation is one thing i'm telling you now that that's something that i really need you to be careful with because it's important to me yeah. would that work with everybody or was that because of the relationship mm. you had you know w- would some people come into that and kind of go grand
1: uh, you know so people might say, "Look, actually, you know for me numbers is is what yeah. I want, and you know show me how to get maximum numbers, please. That's yeah. what I want from you you know um i think I think you're onto something there, and you, you know certainly there was a couple of differences contrasts I'd have those two good boss situations. One was where I was in need of direction, you know, yeah, and I found a boss that was actually provided me with a safe environment to be able yeah. to to be vulnerable, to, to test and to trial and to fail. Yes. In that, in fact. Okay, so that yeah. was a good, so but what we the common Which thing. Which is what
0: you needed to do. That was your nursery at that, job th- at for that one time. time, <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: Whereas the next case was actually, no, look, I can do this. You know, I yeah. can do the Competency here, was up. It was up. To where it needed to be. Yeah. The, 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 the trust then was, well, get on with it as opposed to my other friend who yes, the trust yeah. wasn't there. So in both cases, even though I was sort of a novice in one and then a much more experienced person, there was still the core, the two issues, and you used them in your lead-in there, was trust and relationship. Yes. Um. Yeah that they were there. They were, they were there. And you don't even sometimes know that th- it's not something conscious, but you just know from your day to day behavior yeah. that they're, they're there. Like there was, a, there was another boss where I'd say <laughs> they, they actually had a quite a very focused, it was all about the numbers for them, yeah. but they were equally just like my other friend. They were equally honest about that. And right. they said, actually, look, look, yeah, just you do this. I'll stay out of your
0: <laughs> Right. Yeah. You know,
1: and it was kind of like, I won't be on your case. if it's just, you just produce these numbers and make my life easy and, you know, then we won't be having conversations and it was almost as blunt as that. Yeah. Uh, it was very much the vibe. Uh, there wasn't this thing about, you know, reputation and everything. It was about yeah. it was about the numbers and I, the thing was, I got that. So, there was a leader, a manager who, okay, I didn't personally resonate with those yeah. values but at least I had a clear relationship. Yeah. I had a clear and honest uh line of, of 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 kind of you know, cl- line of clarity, really with this person. Yeah. so what I would have thought about there was, well, I know yeah. what they want, I, and you know what I'm going to do that, and i'm going to yeah. de- deliver on those numbers, and by doing that, then I will be able to leverage that success in the relationship to get what I want, yes. which is more resources for the team, more training and development, more investment, more that you know what I mean, so yes yeah so but because there was that clarity you could then use that situation to to your own, you know, to your benefit as well. So it
0: was a different angle. It wasn't just that this person suited you. It was the clarity that you liked in in all three situations, actually, I suppose. Yeah,
1: but they were very different. They couldn't have been different characters or different people. Yeah. But they were sort of giving me the follower. I guess that's the point. It's what the follower needs, isn't it, Uh, at a particular time? and. And what resonates with the follower, and um, in mm. in those cases they were they were very very positive exchanges, albeit very different relationships. Yeah, um, but I was getting what I needed out of those relationships to perform. But it was based on trust. I think that's so. Yeah, big word. we're we're
0: probably after wrapping it up in a way. But mm. uh so, what would you say? Just you know, haven't talked about it now for the last uh, half an hour, a little mm. bit over a half an hour. But what would you say? are the key lessons you'd take away from that what what are the what are the things you'd you'd give as advice then after thinking about that in relation to the good boss bad boss nice. experience
1: I think in in that experience there was a a sense of of openness I think an acknowledgement that look I've got the role as a leader here but that doesn't mean I have to be an ass <laughs> yeah we we are both adults we're just in two different roles and we can yeah. do this a couple of ways. We can put, we can have this phony thing going on that I'm the boss and you're the not, you know. And we're going to have all these kind of like political rules and and interfering kind of processes yes, and, and, yeah. and 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 nonsense between us. Or we can acknowledge where we where we are both at and what we both need. So what yes. is it you need? What is it that I need? And let's see yeah. if we can work together as colleagues and 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 do that. That's, and that's the point as colleagues rather yes, than this yeah. kind of hierarchical thing. So I think Steve that's one of the things. There's a sort of an authenticity there, isn't there? Yeah. So yeah. there's a sort of an openness to a human exchange, a trust piece there, which then if it gets broken, then we have another conversation. So if, yeah. if if that report then, you know, if I start to if I messed up that guy's reputation, for instance, yeah, yeah. I know I'd have you know, that's that's gonna require a different reaction and skill yeah, yeah. set on that. They'll be on me like a ton of bricks. But but I, to answer your question, I think we've mentioned, you know, relationships, trust and the authentic kind of like adult to adult kind of, yeah. you know, uh, starting point um, and trying to build from there. Because then if there's an openness and trust, then we're more likely to be honest with each other about when things are not going. It's OK yeah. when things are going fine, but when things aren't going great, do I have yes. the kind of space and safety to say, yeah, actually yeah. I have a problem here? Um, I think I think the that's adult
0: you've you've hit on something that I think is really important as actually, you know, what I'd take the lesson is it the adult to adult starting mm. point. Mm. That's the start. I think a lot of leaders actually go in with, well, I'm gonna be the boss first and then when we build trust, then we'll be adult to adult. But actually, adult to adult is the first point, and that's what you build on, as opposed to well, I'm gonna I'm gonna assert myself as the boss. Mm. And, as you say, the phony situation where mm. for some reason, I have more power than you have, or uh, I just
1: wonder now with 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 things being so with between internet and social media and everything else, that's sort of if there's a sort of a phoniness out there you're 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 going to get exposed. do you know what i mean yeah, it's, it's, I, yeah, people know people know more than they did. I think they they accept less maybe in that kind of hierarchical traditional way of running things than they used to. Maybe there was a sort of a deference to the the yeah. leader, and there was an acceptance of that sort of gap, you know, that distance, whereas now I just wonder...
0: It People are so more exposed. Yeah,
1: I know you had, uh, Elisa, yeah. wasn't it? You were talking on the millennials yeah. thing and what they expect at work. Yeah. And it. Yeah. But I do think even for, for us all, a sort of a human thing where, look, if I'm going to spend all this time at work, can we at least make it a an adult to adult experience yeah. and not have any phony as the basic it's yeah, a ba- you know? that's yeah. that's where we start yeah because yeah. I don't really you know I don't want to be spending my energy kind of trying to work out the politics and run around doesn't you know so yeah. I, I do think I can see a sort of a trend in in leadership now which is is getting to that more authentic human yeah. you know peer to peer type but but acknowledging though roles and acknowledging boundaries and acknowledging uh standards yes and yeah. clarity of those um and take being able to take people to account. But I think you can take people to account and make big requests of people uh and tough requests if you've got that relationship first. There. You yeah. Know? So yeah. I kinda starting with that, I do I do yeah. think that's where it all starts. Mm-hmm. Well, Kevin,
0: we have come to the end of our time. Uh, thanks a million for this conversation. And um, just to mention your website again is www.workmatters.ie.
1: Very good. I'm impressed, Steve. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, come and say hello. There's a few little blogs and bits and pieces there and you'll, you'll get a little bit know, to know about what we do there. So Great stuff. All and we,
0: we, we look forward to your book uh, on the future of work, of course. Very good no good pressure. On.
1: I'm committed now, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks very much, Kevin. No problem. Thanks, Steve. Take care.
0: A massive thank you to Kevin MP for our time together. We could have talked for longer, but the podcast gods become displeased when you go over 45 minutes. I think you'll agree there are some great lessons for us all, particularly in focusing on our own behavior and being in charge of that first. If you want to link in with Kevin, you can find details of his work on www.workmatters.ie. He's doing some really interesting stuff in relation to personal agility in the face of change and his lecturing work with senior executives ensure he's really got his finger on the pulse of Irish leadership in business. If you have a guest you'd like to hear from or you have some comment on this show, please do drop me a mail at stephen at com. You can find more from me at com, and I'll be back in the new year with another good boss, bad boss guest. Until then, Merry Christmas and have a very happy new year.